For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. All right, all right, Atlanta. I'm your host, David Nicholas. Excited to be with you today. Uh, we've got a great show in store for you and a very special guest uh, who I'm excited to announce here in a second. Actually, I'll go ahead and say it now. We've got my mom with us because this is the Mother's Day show. We've got Mother's Day this weekend. So a very special guest today is my mom. I'm going to bring her in here shortly. We've got a lot to talk about, important stuff uh, as well. But we say it every week, look, you can build the greatest financial plan in the world, but if your perspective is in the wrong place... It'll never truly be fulfilling. This is a financial show, and I always start by giving our websites, nicholaswealth.com. That's Nicholas, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S, wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H.com. As a financial show, we talk about the issues that affect you as Americans, as investors, as retirees. But like I said just earlier, uh, you can build all the wealth that you want, but it'll never truly be fulfilling unless your perspective is in the right place. So we start out each week with a verse my mom normally selects the verse and sends it. She's in person with the verse this time. Uh, but I'm going to read this week's verse. It's Psalms 139, verse 13 through 14. And here's what it says. It says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. It's um, it, it's an amazing verse because it just really goes to show that really God knew you, as it says here, knit me together in my mother's womb. That means God knew even when we were a tiny little baby, even before we were even thought of, the maker of heaven and earth, the God of creation knew us. He formed us. And not only were we just by chance, no, 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 as, as the psalm says, we were fearfully and wonderfully made. The act of life is an act of miracle, and it's such an amazing thing. And that's going to transition nicely over to our, our special guest of the day, which is my mom, uh, Maria. Mom is here in studio, and uh, I'm excited to speak with Mom. Thanks for being with us today. Oh, happy to be here. Awesome. Well, you've probably heard me talk about my mom a lot. My mom is my hero. She's... Um, Really just an incredible person. She, a uh, single mom, raised me and my sisters on her own and was one of the hardest workers I know. She's now fully retired, except for watching the grandbabies every so often, right, Mom? Is that yeah. the extent of... Uh, uh, but she does an amazing job. And so, Mom, what, what, the reason I wanted to bring you on, one, it's Mother's Day, but also the Supreme Court, there's a big event that happened this week where mm-hmm. there was an opinion from one of the justices that seemed to suggest that the Supreme Court is going to overturn Roe versus Wade, uh, which is the, what it has been the constitutional right to an abortion on the books for some, what, 50, 60 years. And it's, it's one thing for me to talk about it as a male, but as a, as a woman, I just wanted to bring you on because really you have volunteered for many years at the Cobb Pregnancy Center, which is the first care women's clinic. Mm-hmm. You've seen many women 
come in who have wanted an abortion. You've counseled them. You've talked to them about it. So I just want you to, when we, when we think about that, when an abortion-minded woman is coming into the center because she's pregnant, she's scared, she's thinking about having abortion, what does that look like? What does that process normally look like when she comes in? Okay. Well, first of all, she would have called in and made an appointment for a pregnancy test. And then when she comes in, the intake form is done up front, and they get her back to the nurse, have the test done. And while she's waiting for the results, then she will come and see a counselor, and that will be me. So then I meet with her and kind of get additional information from her as far as, you know, her her plans, if her test is positive, what those plans will be, if it's negative, that sort of thing. Um, a lot of times there's a lot of apprehen- apprehension if the test is going to be positive because you hear, I can't keep this baby, mm-hmm. there's no way I, I have the money to support a child, et cetera, et cetera. So we don't get into a lot of counseling then until the nurse comes in and gives the results. Once the results are given, then we can approach the woman got it so someone so she finds that she's pregnant she wants to confirm that so right. she goes to this for example this is in ka first care women's clinic the nurse will come in with the results do a pregnancy test but now what if she's like okay i'm pregnant but i want to have an abortion correct and that what what, what is so in a situation like that what what is the response what what happens then so we're we're braced for these kinds of responses because we see mostly abortion-minded women who come into the clinic. They're, they're just getting that pregnancy test done and eventually an, an ultrasound sometimes, even if they're still determined to have the abortion, they want to make sure that the child is in place and how many weeks. So anyway, we, first of all, as a counselor, we're prepared with certain scriptures, not to throw these scriptures at them, but to kind of explain to them that, this is a child, it's not a blob, that God created the child uh, with a purpose and, um, and that there are consequences for that decision if she plans to abort. I had a situation where um, someone came to me in confidence and said her friend, um, who was our roommate, had made an appointment to have an abortion. And she said, would you meet with her? I said, absolutely. So I called the front office, made an appointment. She came in, and she gave me at least five, six reasons why she could not have that baby, mm. that she was on depression medicine, and she, she wasn't sure if the person she was seeing now was a father, et cetera. I said, well, we can, we can figure that out. I gave her the information for the paternity test, and she, it so happened that the guy she was seeing was the father. Um, anyway, the thing about it is we see two types of women. We see the very abortion-minded women that we try to convince to change their mind from going through with abortion, and our main tool, the very effective tool we have is the ultrasound. Mm. Once they see or hear the heartbeat of the baby, they more than likely are broken, they break to tears and they change their mind because they see it's a viable little person inside their womb. The second type of woman we see is the post-abortion woman. That's the woman who has had an abortion, and we offer hope for these women. We, we do what's called post-abortion counseling, where we take the woman through uh, a few we- weeks of counseling, showing her what the Word of God says, 
and showing her also that there's forgiveness in Christ for what she has done and also that when she realizes and accepts the forgiveness that she'll be reunited with her baby in heaven one day. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's consolation at the end for the woman who has held this deep, dark secret for many years. Some of them never told their husband about it. And some of the classic symptoms we find when we do the intake for the post-abortive woman is they go through chronic depression, they go through remorse, they have guilt, they have shame, they go through what's called the anniversary of the abortion. And um, they have nightmares, some of them on medication. So the counseling really helps a lot of these women. And our our director, Lori, when she goes and speaks at some of the churches, a lot of women come up to her afterwards and say, my husband doesn't even know that I had an abortion. One in five women, it says, have had an abortion. So that's, those numbers are hard to believe. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, um, <clears throat> you're listening to Retire Ready with David Nicholas. We're speaking to Maria Nicholas, which is my mom, and she's also a counselor uh, at First Care Women's Clinic, and she's counseled. I mean, met countless number of women, and you've had some success stories, right, of where women have come in wanting an abortion, and after they've seen the ultrasound, after seeing the baby, they've turned around. Can you talk about some of the success stories that you've had? Maybe one that you've they've reached out to you afterwards and said, hey, I decided to keep my baby, and what those moments are like as well. Right. As I mentioned, this one where, you know, we we did the pregnancy test and it was positive, and she, um, she did not want to keep the child. And I explained to her that she would miss having birthdays, that she would go through the anniversary of the abortion. I started telling her some of the 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 side effects of of going through an abortion, and she didn't like those. And then um, she ran away from the stairs to come up to the, the building where we were three times, and her friend went back to the car and got her. Said, come on and talk to her. She's not going to, you know, condemn you. She's going to help you. And so when, when she came in the room, you could see the, 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 the hardness on her face. And she told me, point blank, I, was, I am not going to have this child. I have the appointment made to have the abortion. And later on, when I, after she had the baby... You know what her comments to me in an email was? I don't know how I could live my life without this child. Wow. And I thought, but you came in all prepared, telling me all the reasons why you could not have this child. Mm. But after I explained to her what the eternal consequences are of an abortion, how, I said to her, how do you think the Lord is going to view your decision based on the fact that he created life with dignity and each person should be given the opportunity to have a chance at life. Yeah. And I said, you do not have the right to take the life of this child. And it's a good, you know, it's right. It's like millions of babies are murdered each year in America because they're not wanted. And I always like, well, or that they don't have the economic means to provide for this baby. And I was like, you know, when is it ever a baby not being wanted that yeah. that's been an excuse to, to kill them, right? I mean, that, that's really right. what exactly. it is. And so that's why it's so good to hear that there's, these stories of women that were thinking about having an abortion. Right. Look, I, obviously, we've, we have kids ourselves. We've gone through the pregnancy process. I don't, the pressure that's on a, a, a woman who's pregnant, who doesn't have the support probably from, uh, in many cases, economically or mm-hmm. maybe in a single household, like 
That is a that's a lot of pressure, and so th- I I understand where this decision could be stemming from. Correct. But most people don't know that there's resources like this right. at First Care Women's Clinic. Yeah, we help these women with clothes, with formula, with um, even money sometimes to help them pay their rent and job placement. And we we have uh, professionals who come in and talk with them and give them. We, opportunities to to be able to get training it's for good. jobs because it's and not all just that. enough to say hey you shouldn't <laughs> commit an abortion right well what about the practicality of Precisely. well how do i care for that baby Precisely. and that's what i think first care does great it's it's well you got to protect the life first correct but then let's help you raise this child give right. you the support give you the community give you the resources that you did so no you're not going alone correct and we do we do have some facilities that will take that woman in and, and help her there until she have the baby. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So even while, if she doesn't have a safe place to be or yeah. live, they can... Exactly. Uh, that's incredible. Um, well, I, I just wanted to ask you about this because it's what's happening right now with the Supreme Court is the odds are that abortion may get overturned this year when the Supreme Court brings out their final ruling. And I think an organization like First Care Women's Clinic it will be ready to take in women who say, hey, I can no longer get an abortion, but I either have to figure out how to care for this child, put it up for adoption. So I think it's just so great the work that you've done. And I always love to call you whenever you go in council and I say, you know, what what are some positives? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Tonight. you don't share personal data, but was there anything good? What was positive? And I always love when you say, hey, I met with a, with a woman who was thinking about abortion, and by the time she left the meeting, she, she decided she wanted to keep her baby. Right. There's got to be That's no it, more it, joy, and we, we're coming up about 30 seconds left, but um, just last thoughts, and then uh, we'll, 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 we'll close up, maybe come back from the break for a little well, bit. Well, yes, when you think of it, since Roe versus Wade was approved in 1972, over 50 million babies have been aborted, mm-hmm. and we're just doing our little part at First Care Women Clinic. We meet with these women, we, we do fundraisers to get the resources to help them and to see their babies come to life and uh, have a new life in Christ. That's amazing. Uh, We're talking to my mom, Maria Nicholas. When we get back from the break, we're going to share a little bit more about how many abortions are taking place in the state of Georgia. The numbers are shocking. So we'll talk a little bit about that when we get back. I'm Dave Nicholas. Our website's nicholaswealth.com. We'll see you right after the break. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm David Nicholas. I want to give it our website. It's nicholaswealth.com. That's Nicholas, N-I-C-H-O-L. A-S, wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H.com. We're an investment advisory firm right here in Atlanta, Georgia, but it's Mother's Day, so I've got my mom, my wonderful mom, wearing a, I know you can't see, but it's a really good green shirt. You had many compliments today at the, at, in the studio about your green shirt, so it's, uh, it's a great shirt, Mom. Oh, really thank good. you. Yeah, thank really you. good. Well, we were talking about my mom is a counselor for, at a women's clinic, First Care Women's Clinic, a pro-life women's clinic in Cobb County. And we were talking a little bit about like what she goes through with abortion-minded men, uh, women, but we just had a couple minutes. I just wanted to ask you about what are some of the statistics for Georgia? I mean, as far as abortions go, I mean, is it prevalent in Georgia? Is it not? Like, what, what does Georgia right. look like? Well, for example, in 2020, there were over 2,500 children aborted in Cobb County alone. And of the 159 counties in Georgia, over half of those residents who are aboard live in four counties, which is Fulton, DeKalb, Gwinnett, and Cobb. And Cobb being the fourth of highest in the state of Georgia. So that is 
pretty sad to know that we have such a high amount of abortions. And that's where the center's located in Cobb County. And I know there's many great centers all over the metro Atlanta area, but it does look like the the majority of abortions in Georgia, a lot of them are in the metro Atlanta area. Uh, And so that obviously is heartbreaking. Um, Where do you think that this, obviously the heartbeat bill was passed in Georgia in 2019, I believe, Mm -hmm. uh, that it's held up in the courts, but just as about a minute, I mean, what is your take on the Supreme Court ruling? Should abortion be overturned in this country? Well, it's not going to be fully overturned. Basically, what they're going to do is send it back to the states, and each state is going to make a determination how they will rule according to the abortion law. Some are going to outlaw it, and some are going to approve abortion. So what we're going to find, many women trafficking to the states mm. that will allow abortion. So we're not going to get rid of abortion completely. Unfortunately, mm. it's, mm. it's just not going to happen. Mm. But at least it will be back in the hands of the states where it should have been in, from the beginning. And then the states will make the determination whether they support or are against abortion. Interesting. Uh, and that's actually a good point. Uh, that the Supreme Court ruling is not going to end, even if they, and this is what a lot on the left is screaming about. If you saw Elizabeth Warren, you looked absolutely possessed. Uh, she was so upset when she found out about this this ruling or this opinion. But you're right; it's a good point, Mom. That this is not necessarily going to overturn election across uh, abortion across the board. It just means it'll go back to the states. And if you believe in the Constitution, the Tenth Amendment, I still think it should be illegal all the way around. Correct. But hey, this is a better step if this goes through. Uh, that at least it'll just be harder to do this, and hopefully it'll give you more time and as a counselor at First mm-hmm. Carrier Women Clinic to discuss and talk to these women about considering life over death. So, Mom, yeah. thanks so much for being with us today. Special guest, best guest of the year. I'll tell you that. That was a great <laughs> Oh, interview. I enjoyed so, it very much. Awesome. I'm David Nicholas. Our website is nicholaswealth.com, nicholaswealth.com. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys right for the break. Hey, it's Eric Erickson. You know there's a trend to try to get your retirement fund to be woke. Is your retirement account woke? Stop lining the pockets of big New York banks. Cancel them before they cancel you. Work with a firm that's local, looks out for your best interests, and is not woke. Call Nicholas Wealth Management today. 678-990-8500. Call them now. Don't wait. 678-990-8500. All right, all right. Welcome back to the show. I'm David Nicholas. I'm going to give it our website. It's nicholaswealth.com. That's Nicholas, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S, wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H.com. I want to give it our sponsors today. Is Crestmark Roofing. I'll tell you right now, if you have an issue with your roof, and maybe you've got a roof leak, or you're not sure if there's been damage to your roof from a storm, or you just, your roof's just been on for years and years, and you just need your roof replaced, but you don't know who to trust. Let me tell you, there's one name in Atlanta that we use. I don't recommend many companies, but Crestmark Roofing is one that I recommend. Why? Because I know them personally, and these are it's a company you can trust. So if you have a roof issue, whether it's a roof leak, whether you think it's a roof repair, maybe you think, I don't know what the insurance company will cover or not. They'll be able to tell you, hey, the insurance company will cover this. They won't cover this. Here's why it makes sense to go ahead and make a claim. They handle the insurance company. Uh, You're going to work with the best. It's Crestmark Roofing. I want to give you the number, 770-577-9665. 770-577-9665. Crestmark Roofing, the best roofers in, in Atlanta, 
and the only roofers I recommend. We had one of our callers call and say, David, I called Crestmark Roofing, and you were right. They were so great to work with. They came right out. They diagnosed the problem, and they're getting their roof replaced, and I think the insurance company is picking up the tab. So, again, Crestmark Roofing, 770. Crestmark Roofing, 577 Well, obviously, it's the financial show. We talk about the issues that affect you as investors, as Americans, as retirees. And uh, there's a lot of activity this week that happened in the market. The Federal Reserve met. Jerome Powell raised rates 50 basis points, which is the first time we've had a 50 basis point rise for the Federal Reserve since, gosh, going all the way back to 2000, so over 20 years. And it's pretty interesting if you followed the market on Wednesday when the, for Jerome Powell was speaking. And, and I really like Jerome Powell, and I think he's got a tough job, extremely tough job, would not want that job. He's navigating, I think, as well as he can. But the Fed, this is what I just want to remind you, is the Federal Reserve does not have the tools to really solve inflation. Because think about this. Can the Federal Reserve, does the Federal Reserve, do they have the ability to plant more wheat or soybean? No. Does the Federal Reserve have the ability to create more semiconductor chips that we need for automobiles and appliances and electronics? No. Does the Federal Reserve have the ability to manufacture furniture and goods and products that we know? So the reason we have inflation is we have too many dollars chasing too few goods. Too many dollars chasing too few goods. Classic supply and demand. And so what tools does the Federal Reserve have? They have no way to solve the supply issue. Because one way to solve inflation is if everyone wanted to buy a new computer that had the money to buy the computer... You solve it by saying, hey, if we could create five times as many chips, we'd be able to get these computers out quicker. Great. And that would solve inflation. What about in the housing market? Well, if we could just build more homes sooner, that would help bring home prices down. Well, guess what? The Federal Reserve can't do any of that. So how does the Federal Reserve tackle inflation? What what is their solution to get inflation down? They raise interest rates. Okay, well, David, I'm scratching my head. Tell me what, how does that create more products that we need? It doesn't. All that the Federal Reserve has the tools to do is try to impact the demand for those products. So one of the ways that they can tackle inflation is by trying to make people buy products and services less. Well, David, well, why would they want to do that? That doesn't, that doesn't seem really smart. Well, that's the way that they tackle inflation. And by raising rates, if you push the economy into a recession or to the brink of a recession, their goal or hope is that Americans will stop spending as much. Maybe they'll stop buying that second, that new iPhone. Maybe they won't buy that new computer. Or maybe they won't buy that brand new furniture for their homes. Maybe they won't go out and buy that second property. And so how the Federal Reserve tackles inflation is by bringing demand down. 
And if that just doesn't sound crazy, if not sinister, that's the job of the Federal Reserve. Because as rates go higher, mortgage rates go higher, as interest rates go higher, borrowing costs for businesses go higher, which means that the cost of their products go up, which means that they make less profit, which means there's less money to pay employees. And so you have these ripple effects of higher rates throughout the economy. So just keep in mind, the Federal Reserve is not your friend in a rising rate environment. They're not. They're intentionally trying to make it so Americans will not be spending as much. That's the goal. They have two mandates for the Federal Reserve, stable employment, full employment and stable prices. Stable prices is what they're trying to affect now. We've got full employment. Unemployment rate's under 4%. So they've checked that box. Now it's all about the stable prices. And how do you get that? You've got to shock the economy so much, give such a shock to the economy by raising rates, that Americans and consumers stop spending as much as they were to try to bring inflation down. I don't think they're going to be able to do it. There's too much free money floating around. I mean, when, when President Biden signed in the first part of 2021 that final COVID stimulus release, uh, stimulus package of $1.9, almost $2 trillion, it was game over. That was like the nail in the coffin, done. We just added $2 more trillion to the U.S. economy. That money's floating around. It's going to purchase goods. It's going for services. It's going for, it's going into real estate. It's been going into the stock market. That's going to take a few years to wind itself down. So unless the Federal Reserve just really slams on the brakes hard, which Jerome Powell seemed to hint that they're not going to do that, guess what we're still going to have? We're still going to have inflation. I've talked about my, ish, my concern with wheat. And food prices. I, I think a year from now, the, the U.S. is going to be able to handle this much better than parts of Africa, parts of Europe, parts of Asia, China. Because the wheat that we're consuming right now is not the wheat that was planted three months ago or two months ago. It's the wheat that was planted last planting season. So we may look around the world and say, hey, with everything going on, you know, global food supplies are doing okay. Well, they're really not because we're drawing down those food supplies. 40% of the world's wheat comes out of Russia, Ukraine. If that was a quick conflict, then I'd I'd be a little bit more relieved. But this conflict could drag on for months, if not years. And if the world doesn't get their exports of wheat, soybeans, corn, that, that's going to spell trouble for global markets. And so this is what we say at home. Look, we, we've been pretty upfront about this is the time to play defense with your portfolio. If you're listening to me right now, and maybe you've got a 401k that's just been sitting there. Maybe it's from your old employer. Or maybe you don't even realize once you're over 59 and a half, most employers give the option to where you can actually roll your IRA out, still stay working, obviously still contribute to your 401k. But all of the years that you've built up your 401k, if you're over 59 and a half, most companies give you the option to roll that to an IRA where you can put protection in place for your IRA. And so, obviously, you've got choices. You can leave it there. You can roll it. You've, you've, there's a couple different things to weigh. 
Or maybe you've got an IRA where you've been working with another advisor and you're just not happy because the very same advisor that will get you to retirement is a very different type of advisor that can get you through retirement. Two very different things. And this is why we've really specialized helping our clients preserve and protect capital. If you're someone that says, David, I'm a big risk taker, I'm a big gambler, I'm not worried about losing 40 or 50% of my money, I, we're probably not the right firm for you. And hopefully, hopefully you can respect, we're, we're pretty upfront about what our goals are. Our clients come to us, they've built their wealth. They've spent the last 20, 30, even 40 years building their wealth. And they hire our firm to help them protect it. And that's what we do for our clients. You've got to get good returns, right? You've got to be in the market. You've got to own the right companies. We're going to talk about what I think are a great, a few dividend names that you can own to get you through inflation when we get back from the break. But if you're listening right now and you said, David, yeah, I, I do have some concerns about where markets are headed. I've got concerns about the Federal Reserve slamming on the brakes to try to slow down the U.S. economy. I've got concerns about inflation. I want to make sure that I don't wake up a year from now or two years from now and realize that because of recession, I, we're down 40 or 50%. If you want to know how to put protection in your portfolio but still get growth, we're going to run for you. It's, it's a $1,000 value, but it's our Morningstar analysis. And what a Morningstar analysis is, it's an in-depth breakdown of your portfolio. It shows you where the weaknesses are. And it really shows you, God forbid, we have another recession, how your current portfolio would perform. It's a $1,000 value, but if you save more than $250,000 for your retirement, we're going to run that analysis and we're going to provide it completely complimentary if you give us a call in the next 10 minutes and you've saved more than $250,000 for retirement. The number to call is 678 990 That's 678 Zero, zero. This is a $1,000 value, but we believe so strongly that for our radio listeners here on WSB, and really no matter where you're located, all over the country, we've been able to help clients, that you don't have to go into this recession that I, am, I feel strongly we're going to be headed towards. You don't have to go through this next recession alone. And you don't have to spend years trying to make back what you've lost We'll show you what your current risk is in your portfolio. And if you say, David, yeah, I'm just not happy with that. Like, I, I want to know that if the markets take a hit of 20, 30, 40%, that I can even limit my loss to 10 or 12% for my retirement portfolio in any one year. Because that's the type of loss where you can manage and make back. But, David, I'd also like to own companies that have strong balance sheets, great free cash flow, that pay a nice dividend while I own their stock. Those are the type of things that we're looking for our clients. And we'll be able to show you how you can have that for your portfolio. So $1,000 value, but we'll provide it complimentary if you save more than $250,000 for your portfolio and you give us a call in the next 10 minutes. Number to call is 678-990-8500. That's 678-990-8500. I see the lights lighting up right now. 678 990 $1,000 value but we'll provide a compliment. I want to give it our website again. It's nicholaswealth.com. That's Nicholas, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S, wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H.com. We've got a lot of great resources on our website, lots of great guides. We'd love to have you fill out 
uh, your information. You can download our guides on taxes, on retirement, on volatility, on the markets. Uh, so again, I see the lights lighting up. We'll take callers for the next eight minutes. Six seven eight nine nine zero eight five zero zero. Save a thousand, or sorry, save two hundred fifty thousand dollars or more for retirement. Thousand dollar value will provide it. Complimentary. Six seven eight nine nine zero eight five zero zero. When we get back from the break, I'm going to share with you what are some of the dividend stocks that you should own right now to help you keep up with inflation. Because you got to get good growth, but you also want to get some income as well. Our website's nicholaswealth.com. I'm David Nicholas. We'll see you guys right after the break. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you then. It's Eric Erickson from Markets to the Economy to your retirement. Stay tuned for another segment of Retire Ready with David Nicholas. Hey, it's Eric Erickson. You know there's a trend to try to get your retirement fund to be woke. Is your retirement account woke? Stop lining the pockets of big New York banks. Cancel them before they cancel you. Work with a firm that's local, looks out for your best interests, and is not woke. Call Nicholas Wealth Management today. 678-990-8500. Call them now. Don't wait. 678-990-8500. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm David Nicholas. I want to give it our website again, nicholaswealth.com, nicholaswealth.com. I don't know why, but this song just, I don't know, just kind of makes you want to tap your foot a little bit and snap your fingers and kind of get you going. I love it. It's a good one. This is a classic. Well, we appreciate you tuning in, joining us here for another segment of Retire Ready. Uh, we, before we went to the break, we were talking a little bit about our dividend stocks. And so I'm going to share with you about three or four names that I think are actually really good dividend pairs because, again, most people that buy dividends, buy dividend stocks for what their dividend is today. And I say, that's fine. But you really want to buy a dividend stock because you know that they're going to continue to growing, growing their dividend over time. It's almost like buying great real estate where you know, okay, the rental income may be a little bit lower today, but over time, I'm going to be able to raise these rents year over year over year over year. So when I wake up five years from now, I've got some quality property and some really good income. We should look at dividend stocks the same way. And so, you know, one of the names that I really like uh, is is some of the miners right now. So, Phillips sixty six is a refiner. They got a dividend yield over four percent right now. But one of the things that we look at is their yield, their cash flow yield is actually about ten percent. So, they've got room to increase this dividend, and, and I think they will. So, they got ten percent free cash flow yield, but they're only paying out four percent. So this is where we say like that's an example of a company that will should continue to grow dividends over time. That's Phillips sixty six. I also like financials. J P Morgan is a name that I think is great from a financial from banks. I think as interest rates rise, banks are going to do really well. But it also pays you a three percent dividend right now. J P Morgan three point two percent dividend. That's J P M. So P S X was Phillips sixty six. J P N is J P Morgan. I also like a defense names. With everything going on, geopolitical risk, we see what's happening in Russia and Ukraine. A company like LHX, that's LHX, currently paying the dividends a little bit lower. It's about 1.87%. But they have grown that dividend at an annualized rate of 14% annualized dividend growth rate per year. Just to, If they continue that for the next five years, you've got a dividend now almost over 4% with a great defense name, LHX. Lastly, I like Caterpillar CAT. Again, a little bit lower dividend right now, 2%. But 
But with everything that's happening in Europe with natural gas and how they depend on Russia, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for companies like Caterpillar building these liquid natural gas facilities to help convert liquid natural gas. And I think Caterpillar is going to win from that. So I think there's going to be a lot of work for construction. Uh, and so I think Caterpillar is going to come out. So some great names, J.P. Morgan, PSX, Phillips 66, LHX, Caterpillar are some names you should consider if you're looking for some good companies with solid growth. And if you say, David, I'd love to find a little bit more about these names, you can give us a call, 678-990-8500. We'll provide our complimentary analysis if you save more than $250,000 for retirement, $1,000 value, provide a complimentary 678-990-8500. Our website is Nicholas wealth.com. I'm David Nicholas. Have a blessed week. We'll see you right back here next week. Securities are offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Nicholas Wealth Management and Blue Path Capital, all separate entities and not controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.